straight to the brain. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 11 of Straight to the Brain, a podcast where I do research on a scientific topic and try to make it more digestible for the masses. I'm your host, Xavier Fajardo, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Mio Ramos. Hey, what is up guys? How you doing? And our research topic for today is electricity. Yes. Yeah, ironically, there is a thunderstorm going on outside right now. Yeah, so if you hear anything, just know we're sorry. (laughs) Yeah, doing research for this, I was reminded how much I don't understand electricity. It's weird. Because we had to do, yeah, it really is. And we had to do a lot of electricity stuff when um, uh, physics too. Did we? Yeah, physics too is a lot about it. Like, remember we had to like make circuits physics and stuff in the lab. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I what I'm saying. It yeah, was a blur. super I didn't confusing. Like they never made it fun or interesting or easy to learn about for me. So I always try to get through it. But I mean, it is an interesting topic. Yeah, from I, what I you, love you told physics. Me. It's super interesting. I'm mm-hmm. just horrible at it. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I try. It's just it just doesn't stick the way the science biology of invisible does. forces. <laughs> Yeah, that's also <laughs> what's really weird. Yeah, it's just a lot of, especially when you start getting yeah. into like theoretical physics, because at least like experimental physics and stuff like that, like it's like here's uh, an action and then a result occurs due to that action. It's like, okay, so like weird. that makes sense. Like, but when you get into yeah. theoretical physics and start talking about just like all these theoretical particles and like what they may or may not do, I'm like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. It's like this fall, why? Because it goes, it grab and go down. Why it grab? I don't know. I just do it. it Mia's going to just go weave in and out of a Russian accent because she's yes. gotten into wearing a, <laughs> a bonnet, I guess. What I, do um, I call it? It's, what? it's like a, a, it's head like a skirt? scarf. Skirt? I don't know. It's a she looks scarf. like a babushka. It's a it's a like a headscarf. It's it was old. I thrifted it for like a dollar ninety nine. But it's like that. I don't want to say silk, but I do have one that I also thrifted that's like silky. But it's like that kind of material, and I just kind of wear it Babushka. on my head for funsies. I think it looks cute in summary. Yeah, she looks like she's waiting in the turn up line. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the joke though. Is like I look like an old Russian woman, and um, in Russian, grandma is babushka. So yeah. we've, he's been calling me that lately. But it's <laughs> never like modern day Russia. It's always like fucking USSR, like Soviet yeah. Union babushka, Russia. Your yeah. husband's in the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, babushka? And she's just there looking with like dead eyes. She's like, I, I, I need to get my turnips. Oh my god. <laughs> That remi- <laughs> I gotta get the turnips. Uh, that reminds me of the show Chernobyl. Remember that God, old yeah. lady where she's like, I've been here for all these revolutions. <laughs> it's like, you do not scare me, cocksucker. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he just kills her cow. I love that show. Yeah, super good. And we did talk about nuclear. That was like our last science episode was uh, nuclear fission. So. <laughs> it was like babushka? <laughs> yes, our last episode was on the science of babushkas. Why are they so hardy? And why they just do not give a fuck. <laughs> they n- Zero fucks. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I've been really looking forward to covering this topic because as we were uh, talking about, electricity is one of those things that we all engage with, but none of us really understand. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the phenomenon that is electricity has always seemed like borderline magic to me. And that's what you were also saying, oh, too. Definitely. And it just it seems magical. It's, I think that's the thing, though, is if you can't see it, you don't really understand it. It's like, eh, I don't want to think about it too much. That's I don't know. Therefore, is. aliens. Uh, therefore, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what else is like that, though, that you can't really see that you're just like, eh. uh, wind? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, like wind, weather in weird. general. <laughs> gravity. Yeah, gravity. It's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But I I mean like I mean an there's people topic. who don't believe it. What? Yeah, because uh, there there's always like Anti-gravity. those people. Anti gravity. Really? Well, y- any like scientific phenomenon where it's like the theory of there's always going to be a group of people that are like it's just a theory i know there's people that think the moon landing isn't real and to that i'm like what well yeah like it's kind of interesting because the argument is always like it would have been so unsafe they would have been subjected to like unsafe amounts of radiation and they kind of and it's like well, (laughs) well that's the thing though is like when is that when is safety ever stopped us from doing anything so that point always seemed really moot to me Mm mm-hmm Because it's like, I mean, we like to this day, we all eat like basically poison when we get like preserved foods and stuff like that. And so it's like the idea that to best the commies, 
like we would just send people through dangerous amounts of radiation like that doesn't surprise me whatsoever i mean i guess as long as we're not forced to do it we started wars over communism you know what i mean like it's like why why wouldn't we send somebody to the moon so um electricity weather the moon and babushka (laughs) yeah in russia (laughs) that's what it all falls under anyways so we know that electricity powers our things like laptops, cell phones, TVs, and vibrators. We know electricity can kill us or save our lives. And we know that it travels through wires that crisscross our nations, which ultimately supply electricity to your wall outlets to power aforementioned things. Did you say vibrators? Yeah. Like a like a dildo. Yeah, why not? Okay. I, I didn't I was like I was like I was like, am I being am I you're like, am I the pervert? Am I the pervert? Or yeah, I just wanted to slip that in there and see okay. if you. Oh no, it. That, yeah. I wanted to say something at first, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, out of the out like, of the corner of my I eye, like, I just saw like the confusion. Right <laughs> yeah, I mean, does no, the like? No, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. powers it. I just I wasn't expecting that, but you know what? You are correct. Electricity does power vibrators. Yeah, <laughs> without that, there would be so many more angry babushkas. I <laughs> They'd have to use their turnips instead. <laughs> That's why they're always first in line <laughs> for the good turnip. For the for the so they get the best pick of like, the most cylindrical and most gulag. phallic That's turnip. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else does electricity do? Tell me. We also know that electricity can be contained in batteries for mobile use, mm-hmm. but we're going to save batteries for their own separate episode. We yeah. will reference them here and there in this episode, but we're not going to dive deep into what they actually are. So weird. Like I said, they deserve their own episode. Regardless of our grasp on the concept of electricity, it is literally everywhere in some shape or form. Even if you're some bearded man or lady trying to get off the grid, you'll still be subjected to electricity via the sky in the form of lightning and through the firing of your electrical synapses when you register and look up at that lightning. Yeah, I never really thought of... You don't think about that very much. It's like your brain's got crazy shit going up in there. Well, yeah, I mean, we're just potato clocks with tubes. Yeah, with souls. With us. That's the potato. With a soul. (laughs) The potato is the soul. (laughs) You literally cannot escape electricity, except maybe in death, but if there is an afterlife, there's probably electricity there, too. That'd be sick. What's the point of eternity if I can't play my Nintendo Switch to pass my endless existence? God, can you imagine just for the rest of eternity? Not having electricity? That'd like, be terrible. You're going to spend a, like a drop of your existence in this miserable little uh, circle dirt thing, and then you're going to be a floating orb. Well, that, that there was like there was like a good uh, George Carlin bit where they always he like talks about how like every time you pray you always ask for like your dead relatives to look down on you and like yeah. do favors for you and it's like when the fuck do you ever get to just relax in heaven? It's like are you just always subservient to your living ancestors that you have to like constantly help? Yeah. And it's just like when do you get to just lay back on a cloud and take a harp lesson? <laughs> like fuck you, ooh harp. Oh, I've always wanted to learn the harp. Anyway, we all just accept that when we plug a charger into the wall, our phone is going to be charged. And I would argue that many of us take that fact for granted. Oh, definitely. We were in the car today and my car my car wasn't charging. That doesn't make sense. My phone wasn't charging. I mean, if you have an electric car. (laughs) But why would I be in your car charging my car? (laughs) I don't know. Siphoning my energy. We were in your car and I was trying to charge my phone so that way I could use the GPS and this thing was not charging. It was like just sustaining its life, I guess. And it was so annoying. And I was like, wow, this is really shitty. So definitely understand that firsthand from today. <laughs> so at the last minute, I decided to make this topic a two-parter so that I can give some of the key characters involved their due and so that none of us get lost in the sauce. In this episode, we are going to explain what electricity is, uh, talk a little bit about circuits, and define some key words often associated with electricity. In the next episode, we are going to explain one of the ways electricity is produced, so there we're probably going to talk a little bit about Michael Faraday. We are also going to explain how electricity gets from where it is produced to your wall outlets, and then the drama that occurred to determine how the electricity gets there. 
So part two will be the episode where we discuss the current war between Tesla and Edison. Ooh, all the drama. All the hot goss. It actually is pretty funny when I learned about it. I was like, damn, these people really trying to throw punches at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, they, I, I believe they ransacked, like, Tesla's lab. Like, they were really, because Edison, damn. yeah, because Edison yeah, had money. It? Yeah. Tesla eventually got backed by somebody with money, and that's kind of what helped him through things. But Edison, like, had tons of money, and so he was kind of really able to kind of tarnish Tesla's reputation and stuff like that and kind of... So uh, fucked up. Yeah. But by the end of this two-parter, I hope to demystify electricity and help everyone better appreciate all the bullshit and science that goes into supplying our buildings with it. The magic. <laughs> the magic, exactly. And so that's the thing, though, is like it seems like magic, but it's science and there is a rational explanation. And so hopefully that's what this will be, is the explanation as to how lightning leaves your wall and charges <laughs> your phone. It's pretty cool. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get started. Let's get started, guys. So put simply, electricity is the flow of electrical charge. Electricity occurs due to interactions between atoms. So before tackling electricity, let us explore the anatomy of an atom. The body of the big round boy. As we explained <laughs> in our nuclear fission episode, an atom is the smallest constituent unit of matter whether that be a gas, liquid, or solid. However, to understand electricity, we must shrink down further to the subatomic level. Yeah, like magic school bus <laughs> shit. Oh, hell yeah. I'm Miss Frizzle. She's, <laughs> yeah. And this is my school bus beach. <laughs> Frizzle? Frizzle? One of those I two. don't remember. She always got bomb dresses. I just remember one Super time bullying. literally pissing my chair watching... The magic school bus. Oh, because you didn't want to stop watching, right? Yeah, I was like in kindergarten, and at the end of every class, they would turn the lights out, and they would play the magic school bus, and I'm just sitting in my chair, really got to go to the restroom, but really enjoying the magic school bus. It's such a good show. I and also, I remember stream. my teacher was a bitch. Like, just to, like, <laughs> like teachers are awesome. It's a noble profession, but in every no, profession, there there's going to be a bitch were, and dick and two. Yeah, they were and, cool. Yeah, and so I, I was kind of honestly scared to ask to go to the restroom. Aww at the same time and so i just Damn. relieved myself in my chair and nice. so even as a kindergartner I, I knew i was like okay i'm in some deep shit right now Literally. i have to figure this out <laughs> no well, i'm in some deep piss right now nice and so my uh strategy was to fake the sniffles and kind of like you know sneeze and rub my nose and stuff and i would get up grab tissues go back to my chair soak up some of the urine and then repeat the process again pretend that i had the sniffles and then oh. i was sneezing and i needed to wipe my nose get up throw away those piss tissues grab more tissues <laughs> like, and then fill them with more piss why does it smell like urine <laughs> yeah like i like in my head i remember getting out of there like totally scot-free uh -huh. but i'm sure everyone was like that kid totally fucking pissed it himself smells like piss you should have a big wet stain on your ass oh poor thing Eh, whatever it happens to the best of us. Yeah, that's a great show. At least I didn't shit myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like someone I know. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Just as atoms make up matter, subatomic particles make up atoms. Mm. The main components of an atom are protons, which have a positive charge of plus one. P positive. Neutrons, which are neutral. And electrons, which have a negative charge of negative one. The nucleus of an atom is composed of protons and neutrons and accounts for essentially the total atomic mass of an atom. Mm -hmm. Electrons orbit around the nucleus and exist in what are referred to as shells. The more electrons an atom has, the more shells it has. The electrons in the outermost shell are responsible for chemical reactions such as bonding. These outermost electrons are also known as valence electrons, and the movement of these valence electrons between atoms are what electricity is. The shells are always the little, like, circles, right, that they yes, like, like show. Yeah, where it looks like a pictures. solar system. Yeah, those yeah. are the different shells, so the... 
the really small circles, like the innermost shell, and then the one I guess that's the farthest. Yeah, as it spreads the out, the shell. orbit like gets larger, and it's a bigger circle. Yeah, they can like bounce from one little circle to another. It's kind of cool. Yeah, the energy <laughs> states. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then each shell can hold a certain amount of electrons in mm-hmm. them, and so like the first shell can only hold two electrons, and then the next one I believe holds six, and so so on and yeah. so forth. And as as atoms get bigger and they have more protons, they need because most elements are uh, electrically neutral. And so, like, as these atoms get bigger and they have more protons, they attract more electrons to balance out that charge. And so larger, heavier atoms typically have more electrons and more orbitals, therefore. And also electrons, I didn't mention it there, electrons are essentially massless. So they do have a charge, but they have almost no mass. As many know, opposite charges attract and similar charges repel. This invisible force which pulls and repels is known as electrostatic force. Coulomb's law tells us that this force is greatly dependent on the distance between charged particles. Oh, Coulomb. (laughs) What a cool guy. (laughs) If similar charges are closer together, they repel with greater force than if they were further apart. Same goes for opposite charges, which will attract with greater force the closer they are to one another. So, like, just think about uh, magnets. It's essentially the same thing. So, like, if you had two bar magnets and they have the north and south pole on them, it's like as you get them closer, if you get the two north ends and as you bring them closer together, you're going to feel more force pushing Mm -hmm. them apart. And then, likewise, if you have the north and the south end, as they get closer and closer and closer, they'll just like immediately like come together with more force than they would have if they were further apart. And then obviously, if you get so far apart, the force is so negligible that you d- they don't even move toward each other anymore. Do you remember those those magnets? They were like oval shaped and they were like gray. And when you like snapped them together. Yeah, they, they made like that like vibrating <laughs> sound. We have some on the fridge. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Man. Oh, the circle ones? Yeah. No, but I mean the, the ones that look I like I know what you're pills. talking about, but those are essentially the same thing. I guess. But, I mean, as a kid, those were the ones that I remember. Cause yeah. Because they were the ones that they sold. I remember annoying the fuck out of my parents with them. Yeah, same. They were really fun, though. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It'd be, it's, it's like, it a, it's like, like a nervous <laughs> twitch. Like, you just kind of yeah. do it. <laughs> While electrostatic force can act as a binding agent, aiding in the structure and stability of atoms... It can also be used to free loosely bound or attracted electrons. So the electrons in the innermost shell are pretty happy where they are because they're so close to the positively charged protons. Whereas the electrons in the outermost shell have a bit more mobility since they are further away from the protons. There is less electrostatic force attracting them to the nucleus due to distance. And for the sake of simplicity, the models often used to show electrons uh, and shells look like a solar system, as we were talking about earlier, with electrons appearing to abide by strict orbit. Uh, However, they actually exist in something more similar to clouds around the nucleus. When you take this into account, electron mobility makes a bit more sense because they're not like they're not tightly bound to anything. They kind of just exist around the nucleus due to those electrostatic forces among other things but for pretty pictures yeah they always show (laughs) it like a perfect solar system so with the right amount of force these valence electrons can be freed from the atom (laughs) no longer bound by the chains of the protons uh, there are some atoms that are more willing to allow their electrons to flow all willy-nilly than others This aptitude for freeing electrons is how we classify matter as being either a conductor or an insulator. I do know about those. Yeah, like it's like all these words where it's like, (laughs) yeah, so it's like all these words where like you hear them and you kind of have a general understanding of what they are. Mm -hmm. But like the the understanding doesn't really go past that surface level. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was really interesting about doing this also because it's like, yeah, I know like copper wires, whatever, but I never really understood why. Why do you do this? I don't know. So elements with more mobile electrons are known as conductors. Materials with high conductivity 
are what we use in wiring and other electrical components. Some of the best conductors are platinum, gold, silver, and copper. Pretty. <laughs> yeah. Platinum, gold, and silver are the best conductors in that order, but those three metals are extremely expensive. Yeah, literally. So copper is the most commonly used metal for wiring. And we already have a problem with people stripping houses and buildings for copper wire. Oh, shit. Yeah. No one's home or business would be safe if we had just gold running through oh, it. Oh, definitely not. But also, I like, while I was thinking that, I was also like, well, if this is a universe where we're using gold for wiring, then obviously yeah. it's probably not as valuable. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Because it just, it's more easy to get and probably a lot yeah. cheaper. And so it's like, fuck it. Just buy it. And Let's run it through these. But I mean, copper is not really that big either. Like, you don't hear like, I have a copper ring with yeah. a diamond. Well, you don't, you yeah, know what it's saying? pretty much just useful for in terms. I mean, I it's, it's super useful because some people are addicted to stealing. Well, people steal it because you can sell it to like exactly. metal places. Exactly. Yeah, because then they'll repurpose it for like copper wiring and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna steal this copper wiring and I'm gonna sell it for copper wiring. <laughs> <laughs> we sell it for money and then they use it for copper wiring. Uh, it was just the, the idea of them like stealing it and then melting it down and making the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny to me. So so they're good conductors because um, the electrons can move more freely in, yes. throughout them. Yeah. So that's what makes a good conductor more is mobile. when they have more mobile electrons. Mm, gotcha. So copper is going to be our example metal for most of our scenarios. So let me show you a model of a copper atom, and this will be posted on the website straighttothebrain.com, and that is to the number two. Okay, yeah, so here is a copper atom. Those look like pigs in a blanket. Oh, God, I love food. Where? The the protons and neutrons, because it looks like, like the breading and then like the little sausage peeking out. Interesting. <laughs> So, uh, I'm hungry. The <laughs> copper atom has 29 protons, 36 neutrons, okay. and 29 electrons. That's a lot. And so you see on the outermost shell, the fourth shell, because copper has four shells, mm -hmm. uh, you, we have this one, uh, the one valence electron. electron. Yeah. And so that electron is very loosely bound to the copper atom. And so that's what's going to become our free electron if enough force is applied to free it. Mm -hmm. I never knew what copper looked like. Yeah, we don't really talk a lot about we metals. We just we we always we learn about um halogens. It's, well, noble it's atomic gases. number and the what's the other one called? Um, atomic mass. Atomic mass. Atomic number. Atomic mass. And then uh the the letters that are supposed to represent that specific metal because sometimes it won't look like what it is. So like um what's one that's really weird? Lead. Lead, PB, right? Yeah, so lead is PB. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what we have to learn usually for like our first few chemistry classes is that and then like the shells and stuff, but never that. Fun fact though, uh, <laughs> the reason it's PB is because that's Latin for lead that the Romans use. The word they use is plumbum. Plumbum. Yeah, plumbus. So, yeah, so lead <laughs> is plumbum. And the Romans actually used lead, and this is actually one of the things they attribute to, like, the fall of the Roman Empire, mm -hmm. is all of their bathtubs and, like, all of their plumbing oh, was uh, was made from lead or lined with so lead. And so they all got lead poisoning. So but that's nuts? also where we get the word plumbing from. Oh, okay. Is because they used it for their... I wish tubing. I, I remember you telling me about this. Uh, it was a few years ago, but I remember thinking, I wish I knew this. When we were taking the actual class, because it would have been easier for me to remember. I don't know why it was so hard for me to remember all of those little, um, like, I don't know what, what it would, like, abbreviation, I yeah. guess. <sighs> that shit sucked. <laughs> Even copper, C-U. It's like, where's the U? There ain't no U in copper. I'm sure it's probably, like, Latin or something Cooper. like that. <laughs> Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, probably. All right, so elements with low conductivity, which hold onto their electrons more tightly, so they're more responsible and don't just lose subatomic particles, are known as insulators. Never. <laughs> but insulators are not just bad conductors, 
they also have the important role of preventing the flow of electrons. Mm. Uh, examples of insulators include glass, plastic, rubber, and air. Often, our conductive copper wire is seen wrapped in an insulating rubber or plastic. Think of the rubber as corralling our free electrons, ensuring they flow in one direction and not allowing them to flow out into other conductors like your body. That's a really cute example. It makes me think of like my doggo and <laughs> just like corralling sheep and the sheep of the electrons. Yeah, exactly. And my doggo's the rubber. <laughs> yeah, because you also want to make sure that you're not just like releasing yeah. those free electrons because it's like if they find another conductor or a source to like be grounded, you're like you're gonna get zapped, bitch. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> go somewhere else and you're not gonna you're gonna lose yeah. all of this electrical energy mm-hmm. because it's just flowing out. Truth. It's shaping. Now let's consider what our copper wire really is to better understand how electricity travels through it. Dun dun. <laughs> Though you cannot see them, the copper wire is composed of countless copper atoms, each with a highly mobile valence electron. If enough electrostatic force is applied, the valence electron of a copper atom can be freed. This free electron then triggers a sort of chain reaction where it moves to the next copper atom, forcing that atom to eject its valence electron. Remember, similar charges repel each other. So the electrostatic force of the incoming free electron forces out the loosely bound valence electron of the next copper atom. So it's like a domino effect. Yeah, like so pushing it. Yeah, exactly, because yeah, since the, the yes, yeah, so, so you need an initial force Mm-hmm. And we'll actually explain that more uh, in the second episode. Okay. But so you need some kind of initial force mm-hmm. to knock out this electron. But now that it's moving, uh, its electrostatic force of the negative charge yeah. will push out the next valence electron. Because, again, the similar charges are going to repel one another. So that like free electron that, that we were talking about in the outer orbital, that single electron? Yes, that's the valence electron. So it goes to the next one, it pushes that one, and then that one pushes the next one. And it just yes. like, keeps going and going and going. And then again, so like when you, when you just see a copper wire, you're just like, okay, yeah, it's a copper wire. wire. But like what you don't see is that it's like billions and billions of individual copper atoms. Yeah, that blows my mind. It's like the objects that are around us are literally just like atoms put together. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a surprising amount of like empty space between them also, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah. Like you don't think about it, but it's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. atoms are mostly empty space. And so like it's all these atoms. It's like, yeah, most solid objects are actually empty space, mm-hmm. Truth. which is upsetting to think about. Yeah. It's like you could technically push your hand through a wall, but it's just it's just so it just ma- it, it just makes me that's think of do uh, it in chemistry. They're like, you could if you wanted to, but you can't. And I'm like, that's shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, shut up then. Chemistry. <laughs> All right, so now we have a flow of electrons through our copper wire, mm-hmm. which we call electric current. Cool. And okay. so that and so that's essentially what electricity is. It's it's the movement of these free electrons. Mm, okay. And you go back and forth. I'm sorry. You go back and forth. Okay, so that's actually something that we're oh, gonna we cover ta- later. Well, okay, so the fact that you said like moving back and forth, so that's actually there's alternating current and a uh, direct current. Oh, but that's with and Tesla. That, and that's with Tesla okay. and Edison. So we will I'm explain ahead that. Of uh, yeah, so this episode is really <laughs> just doing like the fundamental okay. what is this shit gotcha. so that we can enjoy the drama next episode because it's like <gasps> the drama. Yeah, cuz it's like it's going to be no fun if I constantly have to yeah, stop yeah, yeah. and explain all of these no, things. No, that makes sense. Okay, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, no. You hey, talk. No, you talk. Just don't get ahead of yourself. Dun dun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, you could have read the doc and I guess seen what was going to be in it. I, I, I was doing the art. Yeah, you I'm were doing sorry. the art. No, it's fine. Next time, for the next episode. Well, it won't matter. It'll be the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Okay, keep going. All right. So, <laughs> current electricity is the type of electricity that we will be focusing on for the sake of our two-parter. Okay. But along with current, there is also static electricity, which I will briefly (laughs) explain because I can't imagine giving it its own episode. So I guess I'll let it live in the middle of this one. I think of like feet shuffling. We'll we'll do that analogy. Yeah, that's why I went. Yeah, that shit sucks. Like grabbing something and then you get like, ugh. Well, what used to always yeah. scare me, because I don't know if or it's still... someone. No, so I remember when I was younger, I had been told that, like, sometimes mm-hmm. 
uh, when people are pumping gas, they've like accidentally <laughs> like discharged, and that spark will like make everything explode. That's what I hear with doors. They're like you're supposed to keep your door closed or open, and not like close it like until you're done, because that will like. Yeah, I think there's signs something. on the gas pump saying that before you touch or start pumping gas you're supposed yeah. to like touch your car to like discharge it interesting they always say turn your car off and i've definitely been in the car with people that kept their car on yeah that pump. freaks me out i was like what the fuck are you doing i'm not quite sure like <laughs> what's bad about that or like if it can cause like a catastrophe i really it don't know it might wrong. just be bad for your car but yeah it does seem it wrong it doesn't seem right it's like, yeah don't, i don't know but at the same time, that's how, like, I don't know why this reminded me of that, but so I was recently in the Grand Canyon hiking, and uh, they have mule rides, and I didn't do yeah. that, but it looks super cool. That does uh, sound cool. Poor mules, though. Like, it's just, Aww, I'm like, that just yeah. seems like ass. I'd rather <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to do that? I did not. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so, but, but like, what made, what made me uh, think of that was because it's, like, you're feeding your car while it's running. Okay. But I was, like, the mules have, like, these, like, sacks of feed in front of them. So, they're literally Aww. walking up the mountain while eating and shitting. And it's just, like, this constant. Oh. Yeah. It's, there's so, there's so much shit on the trails. It's ridiculous. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. That could, like, attribute to infection. Yeah, like, oh, that could have been, like, like if I trip and fall and scrape my knee and just get mule shit in it. Oh, my God, yes. Is I also didn't shit? realize how big mules were. Because I They're always big, thought, yeah, because yeah, I, I, I mean, know. horse are pretty big. Well, that's my thing, though. So, so I thought that because mm-hmm. a mule is a combination of a donkey and a horse. Mm-hmm. And I always thought in terms of size, they uh, kind of skewed more toward, like, donkey size. Mm. But they're closer to horse size. Yeah. They're like, they were really big. I was really surprised at how big they were. Yeah. I, I've never engaged with a mule before. Uh, that's good. <laughs> but I've engaged with a donkey and a horse. I I've been bucked I've off a horse, actually. I've r- ridden a pony. I've never ridden a horse before. Mm. Or Ponies least, are I don't cool. I remember. Maybe as a kid I did. Actually, I think they're I assholes. Right? Aren't ponies supposed to be really mean? I thought you were talking about donkey, and I was like, is that another ass joke? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I how mean, was the one you interacted with? It looked sad. <laughs> <laughs> Was it just like one of those ones where it's just like set up and like it could just go in circles with a kid on so its back? So the person that we were, um, it was my cousin's girlfriend's family. And where we were, everybody has like land. And so they had land and they have horses and stuff. But I guess the small children that I was with who are also my like younger cousins, they were like, you can ride pony if you want. And they were like, yeah. And I had to like I like how they're just like fucking them. backward people. They're I mean. Like, the bird. No. <laughs> they all had a, like a decent amount of money. They had beautiful homes. But I was forced to ride said pony to help them like stay on it. You know, like mm, sit behind yeah. them and hold them so they don't like fall off the side. Because there was no saddle or anything like that. And so I was like, I guess <laughs> like I'll get on this thing. And so, I don't know, it just seemed kind of sad. I always thought it'd be fun to have a miniature horse. Not a mi- How big are they? Are they're, they smaller than they're, ponies? I, they're supposed to be, like, 20 inches tall, I think. They're not, like, I, I don't know, I could be exaggerating. It's less than two feet. Yeah, I don't know. That's I can't remember. That's like Let's Google it real quick. I don't think you could ride that. I don't think anything could ride You're that. You're not supposed to ride them. I mean, something has to ride them. What's the point? Like for fucking pigs. fun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They're adorable to look at. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 22 inches. What? At birth. Oh, at, at birth. birth. I'm sorry. That I was like, don't, no fucking way. Okay, at birth. So what? It probably grows like double that size? Yeah, look how small they are. They're adorable. They're like dogs. Yeah, that's the point. So it's like a large dog. Yeah, that you could up. just like, if you got like a little chunk of land. Or you have a kid. that. Poor things. Uh, they probably have so many health issues. Oh, probably. Though. Yeah, I honestly don't know if it's like they from are breeding cute, or what. Oh, definitely. Have you seen the little the little miniature cats with the little stubby legs? Yeah, they're so cute. But they, yeah, poor things. They can't. It just it's not meant to live comfortably. It's like wiener dogs. They're I always also very hate cute, though when I say legs, poor things. I always hate when I talk about miniature horses and people are always like a pony, and I'm like, no, you fucking asshole! Like I would have said a pony. I know what a pony is. <laughs> I. Oh, it's like sorry. that's not a miniature horse. A po- ponies are different species. There's just so many different kinds. I just. I, All these mule, goddamn donkey, quadrupeds. Horse, pony, miniature horse. What else? 
Those are the ones. Have you seen Clydesdales? Those fuckers are huge. Yeah, they are really big. Beautiful animals. Yeah. Seem like a pain they, in the ass to like maintain, though. I wouldn't want to. I would be like, you know what? You do you. You gallop off into the wilderness and live your into life. Into the sunset. I cannot tame because I'm not as glorious as you. Go sell Budweiser. <sighs> <laughs> Just door to door. Would you like some Budweiser? <laughs> <laughs> Nay. I would buy Budweiser from... A Clydesdale? That's the only way I'll drink Budweiser if uh, Clydesdale gives it to me directly. Yeah, that's the... What are they called? Um, That's the only solicitor that I would be okay with coming to my door is Mm -hmm. Clydesdale. I don't even know if it could fit in my doorway. Man, I'm too nice. Every time I get solicitors, like, I always hear them out. I just don't answer the door. Yeah. I always fuck up. Unless it's a little kid selling Girl Scout cookies, then I will partake because I do love Girl Scout cookies. Well, I, I'm down with that because that's like an instant product. I'm talking about people who like want to get you to sign up for shit at like consultations and oh, you yeah, may yeah, yeah, like yeah. possibly like it's always like, I don't know. That just seems like an awful way to sell an investment, uh-huh. like something that you're going to be paying for for months. Like I had somebody try to sell me solar panels and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> why are you coming to my, my door to sell, sell me solar, solar panels? panels. It's, it's actually like very popular now. I know, but that's such like a serious investment. It's like, I don't want to talk yeah, to you is. about this in my fucking doorway. Like, let me go to a place and you can show me solar panels and things. I don't know. It's so funny. You're like, I don't, it's I not don't like own you're, this It's place. not like you're coming door to door with a solar panel. Like, That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, be... I got one in the back. <laughs> uh, back to electricity. We went on a little tangent there, but you know what? We had a good time. We rode some ponies. Went door to door. We went door to door on ponies. We went door to door selling ponies on ponies. Clippity clop, bitch. All right. So we were talking <laughs> about static electricity. Yes. And uh, so as their name suggests, current electricity can flow like a river. While static electricity is, well, static, as in <laughs> at rest. Can't move. Static electricity occurs when there is a buildup of opposite charges on materials separated by an insulator. Mm. This buildup of static electricity only exists until the two groups of opposite charges can find a path to equilibrium. Will that also be like the balloon on the head rubbing situation? Yes. That's cool. I like doing that with my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So when the charges do find a path to equilibrium, charged particles will be rapidly exchanged, resulting in a static discharge. Lightning is an example of a static discharge, But I want to give lightning its own episode one day, so we'll use a different example to further explain static electricity. Yeah, lightning's terrifying. Oh, man, that shit's scary. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. It's beautiful, but it's scary. (laughs) One time, I was actually in a plane from... What the fuck? Yeah, I was in a plane from New York to... Where was my layover? I think it was in Nashville. But there was a a thunderstorm, and it was really cool getting to see, like, the lightning essentially, like, start. It's really cool. Yeah, I bet. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing if I knew that I would be okay and that my life was not in jeopardy whatsoever. I'd be down for the entire light show. Give it to me. But until then, I, I, I don't want it. I don't want any. Don't no want soliciting. Any. I don't want any of that shit you selling. Lightning. <laughs> Let's say lightning. you have to wake up extra uh-huh. early to prep for a presentation. Okay, oh Mia? God, you're so, giving me... P- 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 I'm giving you a PhD. I'm literally <laughs> so fucking terrified and PTSD'd out. I'm stuttering. Yeah, Mia hates public speaking. I sweat. I fear sweat. Yeah, she fear sweats. It, it smells so bad. So bad. I, I'm she like, smells like a wounded I'm animal. Like, Get away from me. That's how bad it is. I hate it. Oh, man. Yeah, she gets fear sweats I and she gets meat day. sweats. I don't even remember what I talked about. Something. Some kind of parasite. I, I wish I could have fucking known. Yeah, I, t- I made him leave the room when it was my turn because I was so nervous that I didn't want I don't know. You make me nervous, but also you make me feel safe. So it was weird. It was a weird situation. Yeah. So I didn't get to actually hear what her presentation was on. I figured if you weren't there and I fucked up, you wouldn't be able to make fun of me for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually really surprised how much she enjoyed my presentation. I was like, thank God, because this was impossible. I wanted to. And she even. I also wasn't there for your presentation. That's so funny. Well, it was because you lied. That you weren't going to be in town that day. I mean, I wasn't. 
Yeah, but we technically were. But yeah, we and then I got put on that day. Oh, that's right. It was the first day of class, and we set up, or not the first day. It was like the first or second, and they set up the schedule. And for when we were all supposed to give our presentations on the weekend of ACL, but yours was in like November. So you were good. And I was like, is there any way that like, I'm not going to be here that day. So can I like change the day around and go a different day? She's like, yeah, and no, so it's going to get changed anyway. The whole fucking schedule the whole around. Changed. But I mean, a bunch of people were coming up to her talking about it. Yeah. So then yours got pushed up to when I was supposed to go. And so, yeah, and I was like, just say something. Just say you're not going to be there that day. And anyways, you ended up going, but I uh, had the car ready for us and everything, so we were ready to go. Yeah, literally as soon as I finished giving my presentation, like I just ran out to the car and we took off to Austin. That was great. Good shit. Okay, so yeah, so you have a presentation in the morning and you want to wake up super early to prep for it. Okay. So when your alarm goes off, you get up and reluctantly shuffle to your door. (laughs) Upon reaching for the doorknob, you are greeted with an annoying zap. That's about right. This is an example of static electricity in action. Remember, valence electrons are loosely attached to atoms. Mm -hmm. So the friction caused by you dragging your feet actually frees loosely bound electrons from the carpet. Oh, that's cool. The carpet is now deficient in electrons, making it positively charged. And you gain a surplus of electrons, making you negatively charged. So no now, feet. yeah. So now you have a charge imbalance. <laughs> You're imbalanced. <laughs> I got a pH imbalance. <laughs> Ew. Since nature always seeks equilibrium, electrons will flow to correct your charge imbalance the moment they have an opportunity. So when you touch or reach for the metal doorknob, a conductor, your extra electrons flow out of you and into the knob, producing a static discharge. And hurting you and making you angrier than you were before. And giving you a heart attack. <laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine? Is that possible? I don't know. I'm sure. It might be like more out of fear than anything. Though. You know, like when you get like spooked and you have a heart attack? Am I a 87-year-old man? <laughs> well, I meant like, I when I say you, I meant like humans in general. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I thought in this example it was one of us. I mean, you're a babushka. I am a babushka. I'm looking for my turnips. My phallic turnips. Oh, God. Wait, yeah, no, never mind. Never mind, I'm not babushka. (laughs) Interestingly, the phenomenon of static electricity is thought to have first been studied by the philosopher, mathematician, and astronomer known as Thales of Miletus. Maybe. (laughs) Not good at Greek. (laughs) Thales of Miletus. Hey, you can always look it up. Yeah. Known as one of the seven legendary sages of Greece, Thales documented his findings on static electricity in the 6th century BCE. That's out of real time. (laughs) (laughs) In his writings, Thales explained how after rubbing amber, which is fossilized tree resin, with fur, he could attract dust, feathers, and other lightweight particles with the amber. With the amber. <laughs> That's really cool, though, that he... I would have never thought amber with fur, but I guess it's what they have, like, near to them. I'm surprised he didn't use that amber to start Jurassic Park. So the friction allowed the amber to gain electrons from the fur, mm-hmm. giving it a net negative charge. Okay. This negative charge allowed the amber to attract lightweight particles with net positive charges. Although, the particles don't necessarily need to be positively charged for them to be attracted to the negatively charged amber. Hmm. When a charged object is placed near a neutral object that cannot give up electrons, a charge rearrangement can occur, causing one side of the object to be slightly more negative and the other side to be slightly more positive. Lock the poles. This is known as electrical polarization. Damn, I say things, and then I don't read ahead, and then I realize you're going to say the same exact thing. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool. That means, like, you're learning. I am. I'm learning. Thank so, you. since the particles and small objects have such little mass, this polarization is enough to attract them to the amber. 
That shit was weird, learning about that in chemistry. What, dipoles and stuff like that? Yeah, but I did like the pictures because they were um, colored based on the different charges, so they always looked like rainbow penises. <laughs> yeah, they fun. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll post a picture on the website it's so you can kind of cool. see what she's talking about because <laughs> that probably made zero fucking sense. But, oh, but you'll understand, mate. You'll understand in a second. And this experiment is where the word electricity actually comes from. Because the ancient Greek word for amber is electron with a K. Whoa. Yeah. I need to learn Greek. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we've explained static electricity, let's go back to current electricity, which is what powers our various things, Mm -hmm. like vibrators. Much more... um, Useful. Useful and intense. Yeah, I would say static, because static, it's like, you're like, ow, that hurt. Yeah, static electricity. "Ah, You touch that wire, you're going to be fucked. I can't think of any useful component of static electricity, really. It's just kind of It's just something to be wary of, because it's like, yeah, yeah, you don't want static in certain components and stuff like that, and you do want to discharge certain things. So, like, static electricity, it's important to be... It's like the visible magic. It's the small stuff that we can see and feel. And feel, I mean, you can feel current electricity. No, yeah, but you, you we're looking at wires and we can't see shit because yeah, obviously it's being wrapped by something. But if like the balloon with the head or the shuffling of the feet, it's like you feel that you can see it, you know, it's a fun little it's like the fun experiment that you do with your kids when you're teaching them about electricity. Yeah. Like I'm going to rub this balloon on your head. They're like, why, mom? They're like, You'll see. And then you're you like, put the this hair. nine volt on your tongue. <laughs> see how it feels. It tastes good. It tastes weird. <laughs> it tastes like pain. <laughs> My tongue's melting. (laughs) (laughs) So as I stated earlier, current electricity is dynamic and exists when charges are able to constantly flow. So think about that statement for a moment. Current electricity exists when charges are able to constantly flow. Now I have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Now you may be wondering, how could something constantly flow when our devices have a finite amount of space? It's not like there's just miles of wire in your cell phone. In a circle. Exactly. (laughs) So to achieve this never-ending flow of electrons, we build a circuit or a closed loop of conductive material. The circle goes forever. 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 (laughs) And circuits can either be really simple or very complex. Uh, I will be using and posting a simple circuit for the sake of you, the audience, and also because I'm bad at physics. Oh, circuits were not fun for me. I don't know why they were so hard for me to understand. Oh, my God. I saw a little bit of that picture. <laughs> <laughs> the one picture I'm not excited to see. But you know what? We'll, we'll do it together. Uh, so when we cover things like cell phones and TVs in the future, uh, I'll explain how electricity powers those things. Uh, But for now, we're just trying to understand electricity in Mm -hmm. general. So we will use a circuit with a light bulb to demonstrate how we can make electricity do work. (laughs) Yeah, keep it super simple just so we can understand the principles of this phenomenon. All right. Oh, God. Okay, so here is an example of a simple circuit. Uh And so we have our copper wiring, which is in a closed loop. Uh, And one end is being attached to the positive end of a battery, Mm -hmm. and then uh, it's flowing into the light bulb, and then it goes to the negative end of the battery. I thought it was going the other way. It is going the other way. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so, so the flow, I was just trying to explain, like, how it looks, but yeah, the flow is going from the negative to the positive end. Oh, and then you can see the little close-up of all the little electrons. All the little electrons moving, yeah. And Yeah, because they all have, they're all moving in the same direction. And like I said, we're not going to explain how a battery works. That'll be a different episode. This is just how simple circuits are always displayed. See, pictures like this are more chill. I didn't like the pictures that they would use. Oh, like that? Yes. With those <laughs> weird lines and little zigzags. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to be? I well, the zigzags are resistors. I guess, but it's like, just give me I a picture. Guess. <laughs> just put in a little more effort to draw it, and I would it would be way better for me. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we have a light bulb, and this is uh this is a light bulb with the filament, and so it's likely yeah. it's likely a tungsten filament. And uh. so, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, so the electrons 
leave the negative end of the battery and it flows through our copper wiring. And then mm. it'll eventually flow in through our light bulb and through that tungsten filament. And so that's why, like, if you've ever seen, like, a light bulb that... Uh, that's the loop de doop Yeah, right? exactly. And so if you've seen a light bulb that dies oh, uh, or your right. light bulb dies out and you take it out, you can it's see like broken, huh? that the filament is broken. And so that's why it's no longer producing light is because mm-hmm. the circuit has been broken. And if you break the circuit, electricity cannot flow. And so even that small... Ga- yeah, even that small gap in air will destroy the circuit. That's cool, though, to think about. Like, you can visibly see it. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> so what's actually happening, too, with, like, the illumination of the light bulb is mm-hmm. the, the free electrons are traveling through the wire and then eventually going through this metal filament. And so this filament actually acts as a resistor, and it gives resistance to the current, but the current is still, it's not enough, though, that the current can't continue. And so uh, this will actually produce heat. It'll heat up the metal filament uh, with all of the electrons bombarding the atoms of the tungsten, uh, the tungsten atoms of Hmm. the filament. And so that heats it up and produces light. And that's why you don't want to touch light bulbs that have been on for a long period of time. Yeah, because they're literally being lit (laughs) just because they're getting hot. It almost looks like it's like lit a flame. I don't know. I, I it. You can't look at a light for a long period of time. It's almost like looking at the sun. Like, it hurts your eyes. Yeah, don't do that. But, I mean, well, as, like, a kid. Oh, okay. Because you're curious, and you're, like, looking at it, and you're like, what is this? Why is it producing Yeah, like, you're trying to understand it, but it's burning your eyes. Yeah, but you can can see it, and it's, like, lit up, and you're like, hmm, pretty. And you're like, I want to touch, and then you're like, that hurts I think you're part (laughs) moth. (laughs) I am a moth. I like light. You're you're moth man. Mothman. Yeah, that'd be a cool hero, huh? Yeah, moths are cool. I, think I love you, moths. You like moths more than moths I do. Moths are super underrated. I've definitely saved my fair share of moths at work. I would argue, because everybody just always thinks of, like, your plain old regular moths. <laughs> but it's like, if you look up, like, oh, exotic there's moths, there's some beautiful, really wicked-looking moths. And they're way cooler Have than seen the butterflies. One that's, like, butterflies suck. Pink and yellow. Yes. That one's cool. I like that one. There's another one that's like red or something. I don't know. There's actually like a moth that eventually helped prove um, it was kind of cool. So like Darwin kind of made uh, different assumptions based on uh, flowers. So Mm -hmm. when he was trying to prove his theory of evolution, there was these flowers where the pollen and everything was like super deep down. It was like a very deep flower oh, you were telling me about this and yeah, yeah, so yeah. and so he so assumed cool. like okay well how are these getting pollinated how is all this stuff happening and so he theorized there must be some sort of insect with a long proboscis designed specifically to reach down into the depths of this flower so that they can become pollinated that's the noodle bit and so they uh they hadn't he didn't actually know what this creature was But years later, we did eventually find a moth with a very long proboscis, which was actually able to reach down into the bottom of this flower so that it can get nectar and pollinate them. So cool. And so it was like, yeah, like it's like if there's a flower like this, there has to be something else that like works along with it. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. It's like if A, then B. I don't know. I think it's really cool. All that evolutionary. Yeah, we'll do an episode on it one day. But right now, electricity. But yeah, so that's how current electricity exists. It exists in a constant flow, and so that's why we need these closed circuits. And again, mm-hmm. if there's a gap, even the tiny gap you see in the filament of a light bulb, like that will end the circuit right there. Mm-hmm. And then like in the circuit too, you can add like a so like the light bulb is it's considered like a, a resistor, but you could also add other resistors to it, and we'll touch a little bit on resistance in a second. Mm-hmm. Resistance. <laughs> But yeah, so while on the topic of circuits, uh, we're going to explain those key words I mentioned earlier that you will hear in association with electricity and circuits. Uh, I am, of course, referring to voltage, current, and resistance. A common comparison used to help explain these principles of electricity is comparing them to water flowing through a hose uh, so we're going to use that because it works pretty well. Yeah, that made it a lot easier for me to understand when we watched that one video. Mm-hmm. And it was explaining that with like the flow and how much and how little and the smaller the hose or whatever. You're going to talk more about it, but it, it made way more sense to me than when they were trying to explain it to me in college. <laughs> uh, yeah, YouTube 
is amazing. There's so many resources yeah. on it. And honestly, there's so many just like fuck boys who are making way too much money for being idiots on YouTube. And like there but there's so many people who do so much hard work uh to really help explain things like it's, for, it's for amazing kids that are trying to learn yeah. and whose teachers probably suck at explaining it and they really do make it a lot easier so all right so voltage is the difference in charge between two points uh or in the water hose analogy voltage is our pressure and voltage is measured in volts so voltage or the pressure is going to be supplied by the energy source like a battery or a generator. And so like if you're kind of thinking of a like water system, it's like the pump that pumps water. That would kind of be like our energy source and then the pressure being supplied is our voltage. So mm -hmm. voltage is equated to pressure. Okay. Current is the rate at which a charge is flowing. Uh, in our hose analogy, I've seen it explained a couple different ways, actually. But uh, one of the ways I saw it explained is that uh, current is the flow. And so, like, if you think of the diameter of the hose, the larger the diameter, the more more water is able to flow out. And so kind of same thing here is like if you have larger wires, more is, more electricity is going to be able to flow. And so that increases our current. So current like current of water. Yes. Cool. Cool. And current is measured in amps. The fuck? <laughs> that was always so funny to me. It's well, like certain things would be very similar. So like voltage, volts, and then I don't know. I can't think of any other ones. So, right now, but. so these are all named after the people who it, yeah. discovered them. Yeah. So uh, voltage is named after, uh, I believe he was Italian and his last name was Volta. That's cool. So volts. And then the reason current is measured in amps is because it was discovered by a French physicist whose last name was Ampere. But it's funny because then we also have Ampere's. That's his last name. I know, but it's like current the same is thing. measured in it. What? Amps and Ampere's are the same thing. Oh, it's just like the short version, version of it. Yeah. Please take that out. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Ampere Ampere is the French physicist's last name. Okay, 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 okay. And then resistance is measured in ohms, and that's his last name. His last name was Ohm. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish they would have assholes. Yeah, everybody names shit assholes. after themselves. No, no. <laughs> so resistance is a material's tendency to resist the flow of charge or the current. Uh, resistance can uh, be equated to sand or debris in a hose, slowing the flow of water. And as I mentioned, resistance is measured in ohms. What's that? What's that like? A uh, yoga like store, or like their logo is like an ohm? Oh, Lululemon. Is that what that is? Yeah, Lululemon. Why the fuck isn't their logo like a lemon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't shop there because their leggings are literally like a hundred dollars a pair. So, okay, I always wondered, is but there... But apparently they have really good stuff. Is their logo an ohm because know. of, like, ohm? Like, I don't know, baby. You don't know? No. Okay. I always I wondered that. Up, but Every I, time I, I see no it, idea. I'm like, are, is that, like, supposed to be, like, a play on words? Because it's, like, ohm, like, yoga, or... I don't think so. I, I think we got to look it up later. And now we say, oh, namaste. Mm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> Come on, you've been to yoga. Not enough. Yeah. I know so. We gotta do hot yoga. Fuck that. I love hot yoga. I can't breathe in hot places. I feel like I'm it like it's too stuffy and then I start like my heart rate goes crazy and That's the type of yoga where uh, you're supposed to like meet your no. spirit animal. I don't mm -mm. Mm -mm. my spirit animal is that ugly fucking chihuahua that I sent you a TikTok of that literally didn't want to get out of bed and which is oh, like yeah. Ah! yeah, that's me. I thought it was a Yorkie. Was it? It was something small. <laughs> <laughs> it was barely alive. Yeah, it was just, I think it was a Yorkie, but it had like gnarly bedhead, and, and so it, it made no it kind of look like a crazy chihuahua. Eyes. Yeah, no, that's me. Oh, yeah, you get crazy eyes in the morning. I, I just don't want to be alive in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It blows my mind, like, how against mornings you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Woo. <laughs> that's my other spirit animal. And so, yeah, resistance is really important, too, because whatever we're trying to power, like that's mm -hmm. also adding resistance to the circuit. But there's also these things that you'll often hear about called resistors. And okay. so you may think like, oh, why do you want to impede the flow? But it's like, well, sometimes you need to step things down because your device may not need that much electricity. And so it's like your wall outlet supplies oh so much electricity 
but maybe this device doesn't need that much and so you have resistors to impede the flow so that you're not getting all of that pressure kind of slow it down yeah kinda slow like it down a little bit yeah and then we'll talk more about like stepping things down and stuff like that when we get in the next episode because mm-hmm. we'll probably have to talk about transformers robots oh, in shit. my eyes <laughs> but uh but transformers that's kind of what they're doing is they're oh, stepping man. down the flow aren't those like those big green boxes that are like outside people's houses? i think they're the big cylindrical things that are on okay. the poles oh okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 what are those green boxes i don't know I always hear like they're like don't like get near them or we would always sit like yeah. on them. Yeah, they make a perfect in chair. Cold de sac, all the kids would just like get on top of them. Well, the hood like, rats. Yeah, that was a place to be. The green. Also, the I green didn't know cold de sac was French. Cold de sac. I always thought cold de sac was like one word, but it's the like lollipop. three little French words. Isn't everything? I guess. <laughs> we yeah we take we take stuff from a bunch of different languages and it's kind of cool when you learn it's like oh this was this and this was that and, and cold de sac was yeah. French it was French. Uh, Français. <laughs> so Is the that I don't know I'm who cares. So sorry. They're they're just French. What? What are they gonna do? Throwback episode. <laughs> but they're like <laughs> fucking behead us. Everybody, oh my God. everybody loves to <laughs> make fun of the. Us. That's like the common joke. Everybody <laughs> loves to make fun of the French, but it's like They're a lot of people core. seem to forget that like they were like one of the most dominant world powers for a long time. Have they, you seen Les Mis? That shit's bloody. Yeah, yeah, the French were fucking. They were warriors. Gnarly. They killed pe- a lot of people for a very long time. They have great bread. And I think the more common joke, too, is, like, Americans making fun of the French. And I'm like, you realize America wouldn't exist without France's help in the Revolutionary War? Yeah, that's true. Well, it was more we needed their money. We also needed, like, help from them, like, in terms of battling. I just mean in general. We're just a bunch of pussies. No. Like, our nation. We're okay. We're getting too far into this. Anyways, so, uh, resistance. Freedom fighters. (laughs) Join the resistance. (laughs) Uh, so these three measurements describe the movement of a charge, and all three of them are related. If one of these values changes in a circuit, then the other two will change as well. Uh, when we bring these three principles together, uh, we get a very important equation known as Ohm's law, which is voltage equals current times resistance. And in words, that is, the electric potential difference between two points on a circuit is equivalent to the product of the current between those two points and the total resistance of all electrical devices present between those two points. <laughs> and so here's just another picture of a circuit again. And so like if you want to think about it, it's like, yeah. it's like, so if you increase the voltage, you're going to increase the current because with more pressure you're going to get more flow that makes sense and so if you add more resistance your current is going to drop because it's not able to flow as easily it's res- yeah it's resisting it's resisting <laughs> resist yeah it's kind of like um you've never been schlitterbahn I've been to Schlitterbahn. You've been to Schlitterbahn? Yeah. I thought you haven't been to Schlitterbahn. No, I've been. I've never been okay. to Splashtown. Okay, do you know how... Because it looks like I'll get fucking tetanus from one of those slides. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, you know how uh, there's, like, different rides, and it's... Catch, like, a rusty screw going down. Stop. <laughs> get your leg. Yeah. Ugh, that sounds terrible. Oh, man, it just rips you the whole way up when you slide. Oh, your asshole gets ripped in half. Oh, like Terrifier? God. Oh, I don't I don't want to talk about that movie. Okay. That movie is terrible. Oh, that makes... It's terrifying. Oh, my God, it's terrible. <laughs> Um, but those barriers they put in, like, fake rocks to kind of slow the movement of the water. Mm, yeah. There you go. The resistance is those random rocks. Schlitterbahn, bond. Slippery road, road. Yeah. I love that little stupid wiener dog. I don't remember his name. There's a wiener dog? Yeah. It's, like, their mascot. Really? He's actually their, like, pet. Hmm. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, the owner's pet. Mm-hmm. That's why they... <laughs> Time. I gotta look it up. I remember I worked at that place for too long. Yeah, I used to Anyways. work at a water park. <laughs> I did. It's weird. Yeah, that was weird. And I wasn't even a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I didn't even do the cool thing. I yeah, didn't, didn't want to be a lifeguard. Didn't you have to, like, literally, didn't you tell me y'all had, like, 
heating presses to like dry all the money. wet money <laughs> that y'all yeah. got. Yeah, at the end of the night, we would like collect all the money that was in like our cash registers and the wet money. We had like a separate area for it, and there were like these little presses, and you would put all the wet money um, down and like have them all you know sectioned correctly and then you would press it down for only a certain amount of time or else you would burn the money and then when you lifted it they were like nice and crisp and dry it was pretty cool nice and crisp yeah it was fun it was just a lot you're like it still has stripper particles on it but it is crisp yeah i was always covered in glitter because i would work at this like area (laughs) i was like do you work at a strip club no for so like i was a cashier in their like retail area but they had a bunch of different like little stores and one of the things you could do is you could do um a glitter tattoo station Mm. and so you would literally have like the stencil and you would cover it in like glue and then you would take the stencil off and then you would like paint the glitter on and make it like look like something so when i did that i was always covered in glitter because i was always profusely sweating and it would just stick on me <laughs> <laughs> i'm profusely sweating right now so at the end of the night i would dry dollar dollar bills and also be covered in glitter so i might as well have been to a strip club basically <laughs> a water park strip club <laughs> oh man but yeah that's pretty much all i really have for this episode i wanted to keep it super simple just really explain like what electricity is and kind of explain current a little mm-hmm. bit uh and we'll dive deeper into the weeds in next episode hell yeah but so yeah remember electricity is the flow of free electrons that's what electricity is Mm -hmm. once again thank you for listening uh all pictures for this episode will be posted on our website straight to the brain.com that's straight the number two the brain straight to the brain.com go look at those rainbow dicks yes the pictures are located (laughs) in the corresponding blog post for the episode Uh, All sources used for this episode can also be found on the website under the Sources tab. Mm -hmm. Follow us on at Straight2Brain on both Twitter and Instagram. Once again, that is Straight, the number two, Brain. At Straight2Brain on both platforms. Come say hi. Please rate and review. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, or episode ideas, you can email us at Straight2Brain at gmail.com. Once again, that is the number two. Uh, As a disclaimer, I am not considered an expert on the topics that I cover. Goodbye and good luck in your endeavors. Bye. This has been Straight Straight to to the the brain. Brain.